I'm Phil Jones from ITG Next. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Next Take Georgia. Welcome to Next Take Georgia, guys. It's a weekly podcast brought to you by ITG Next. I'm your host, Phil Jones, and I want to welcome you in to our weekly podcast known as Next Take Georgia. We welcome in different guests from all walks of life as far as the high school sports landscape goes across Georgia, and we are glad to have you as our listener. Don't forget, you can go back and listen to past episodes of Next Take Georgia as we archive all of our weekly podcast. Today, I am proud to welcome in Coach Gary Silvestri. He's the athletic director at Milton High School. Now, he has given me the okay to refer to him as many of those that know Coach Silvestri refer to him as Coach Sly. And again, he's uh, he prefers that. <laughs> he's used to it, and he has given me the approval to refer to him as Coach Sly during the podcast. I just wanted to explain that to all of you guys. Coach, you're okay with that, right? Absolutely, Phil, absolutely. All right. So without further ado, let's bring him in, Coach Gary Silvestri, a.k.a. Sly. Coach uh, Sly, thanks so much for doing this, man. We do appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. I'm just uh, an honor. Well, the honor is all ours. Uh, and just for transparency purposes, we – have enjoyed a great relationship over the last uh, couple of years uh, with Coach Sly. He has uh, been a friend uh, of ITG Next. He's been a great supporter in helping us um, achieve what we are in the business to do, which is to promote all that is great with high school athletics, be it basketball, football, whatever the sport may be. Uh, he's been a big proponent in what we do, and we certainly do appreciate uh, his support uh, as far as that goes. And, and Coach Sly, we are glad to have you here on our podcast. If you will, take a minute uh, and tell our folks uh, out there a little bit about yourself, where it all started, and, and how you came to be at Milton High School, and then we'll kind of go back and, and go into a little bit more deeper detail. Yeah, Phil, thank you. So um, my career is definitely unconventional path. I started as a law enforcement officer in South Florida. I was down there as a police officer in Broward County for over 20 years, um, worked in canine, SWAT, undercover, narcotics, uh, robbery, homicide, did it all. It was a great career. My body started breaking down a little bit. After 20-something years, I decided to retire and, and get involved in education full-time. Came up here to uh, Georgia and uh, was at West Forsyth High School, opened that school in 2007 as uh, assistant head coach and um, eventually assistant AD as well over there. And then came to Milton High School in 2010 and um, became the AD 11 years ago here. And, and here we are today, man, just in a, a great place and uh, ready to kind of see what we can do here as far as I, I finish out this career. And I do want to add, as uh, Sly just said, as he gets ready to finish out his career, he, he, he has announced his retirement. And so this school year, um, the academic calendar school year, will wrap you up, right? Yes, that's correct. It'll be done in June. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people going to miss you for sure. Um, I'm sure you will miss it, too, because, like, correct me if I'm mistaken, but but I would assume that in a job like yours, really is, is, it, is the case with any educator, um, you know, and especially with you dealing with so many different personalities from coaches, trainers, um, you know, student athletes, et cetera, 
you really build a closeness with a lot of uh, a lot of different people. There's a lot of moving parts to your job. There is. It's all relational too, Phil. At the end of the day, I think I've been given a podium by the good Lord to impact people's lives, right? And I think as an athletic director, you're coaching over 100 coaches and 1,000 athletes in a school our size, right? So you have a daily opportunity to impact them and to uh, build relationships with, with them and, and have some tough conversations as well and growth with them. So that's the part that I really enjoy and I'm definitely going to miss uh, for sure. I coached high school ball for 30 years throughout my law enforcement career and my AD career for the beginning of it. So um, I'm going to definitely miss, you know, the kids and, and relationship with the coaches and even the people in the community. You know, sometimes they can be a little hard on you at the end of the day. That's okay because they're there and help you out. All right, so Sly, I want to go back and go into a little bit more detail because it is an intriguing story. Of course, you kind of glossed over uh, with the high points. Now, were you originally from South Florida? Uh, did you relocate there with your family? Tell me how, uh, how that came to be. Yeah, I was born in New York. I was there until I was 14, moved to South Florida in 77 in the Broward County area. Um, and you know, went to high school down there and uh, played high school ball down there. Where was that at, coach? At Northeast High School in Fort Lauderdale. Okay, is that school still there? It's still there, yes, sir. It's still there. Um, and then opportunity to go to uh, commit to Bethany College in Kansas, then had a series of concussions and a traumatic brain injury. And um, lo and behold, my football career ended pretty quickly after that. So, got in coaching early on. Um, in my old high school, my old coach took me on, Coach Stickford, who's my mentor, and to this day, I still talk to him. It's amazing. We still have a relationship together that's grown over the years from player coach to coach coach to now mentor and um, started that way. So you play football for Northeast. What position did you play? So I was a fullback nose guard. You know, back then, I went two ways, right? So I'm yep. um, aging myself, Phil. But <laughs> I, was a, I was a tailback, so I got huskier. I grew into that fullback role, right? And then – um, nose guard on defense. We played both ways the whole game back then. That's why probably I ended so soon too as well. Um, but I loved it, man. It was, it was a lot of good, a lot of fun, a lot of talent down there. A um, couple guys that played ball. Mike Malarkey was a head coach in the NFL for years. And Leon Pennington uh, played for the Buccaneers for a long time in Florida Gators. So I had some really good talent that I opportunity to play with. Yeah, fantastic. And so uh, as we uh, hear so many times, um, injuries brought an end uh, to your career there at uh, what was the college? I uh, was committed to Bethany in Kansas, Kansas, uh, Bethany College. Bethany College in Kansas. Now, had you ever, did you get a chance to play there at Bethany? Did the injuries claim your career before it started? Uh, how much time, how much college ball did you play? Did not at all. So, yeah, so committed to them. And then, um, like, doctors were not clear me in South Florida to go play. So, Hung around in a community junior college role for a while, waiting to kind of see how that would take me. And then once about a year and a half into that, they decided there's no way I could play ball anymore. And, you know, back then without concussions being real prominent and diagnosed, you knew it was pretty bad. I'm like, okay, I need to listen to these guys. I only have a few brain cells as it is. I don't lose them all. In one <laughs> so, so I decided to listen to them and um, just get on the sideline and start coaching. I got you. And so, again, the name of the college was what? Bethany. Bethany. Got you. So, um, by the way, we are talking with uh, Coach Gary Silvestri. He is the athletic director, and he prefers to go with uh, by Sly, and uh, that's how we refer to him in this podcast. So uh, thanks so much for joining us and doing this, Sly. Um, all right, so we're at this point where uh, due to injuries, college ball, is you're done there. 
uh, then you thought, well, you know what, I think I'll get into coaching. Uh, how did your career in coaching begin? Other than the injuries, we know that. But was it were you prompted by a coach? If so, who was it? And tell us about that. Yeah, so Coach Dickford pulled me aside, and he's like, look, you can't play ball anymore. I know you love the game. I know you're, you're a football junkie. He goes, come help us out, you know, and we need some help with, you know, at the high school level, and uh, we'll get you in. And, and I was like, wow, I never thought about that, but that'd be pretty cool. And, and that's how it really kind of started. And that was like around 1982, 83. And um, it just took off from there. And, and I happened to coach some great guys and learn a lot about the game. It's changed immensely, obviously, since then. But uh, he's, he's been there from then on till today. We literally talk and text like a week ago. So uh, that's how close I talked to him. And that was back at Beth, I mean, I'm sorry, back at uh, Northeast. Yes, sir. In Fort Lauderdale. So, um, so obviously you're out in Kansas. I mean, did you long to come back uh, to South Florida? Um, you know, I mean, how, did, was that something that you had planned to do, or was it just the coach saying, "Hey, you know, we, I know you, I know how crazy you are about football. Uh, you got a pretty good, uh, uh, you know, head for it." So, was that kind of how that worked out? So yes. Yeah, so when I committed to Bethany, I graduated high school. Um, they even said, you know, don't come out here. You know, Bethany's an NAIA school. And, you know, unless you're ready to go physically, and I wasn't. So I went to Broward Community College and uh, started there. And my doctors were right there at Northridge Hospital with my head injury, working with me there, trying to keep me monitored, see if I can get cleared. Um, so that that year, year and a half there was was down in Fort Lauderdale, basically still in Broward County. When that didn't happen, I was when I decided to go ahead and get to the coaching realm. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So um, and how long did you coach uh, football? Were you ever a head coach? Uh, never head coach. I never head coach for a little bit there, but never head coach. I uh, was I coached ball thirty years total in high school. Um, I stopped coaching in two thousand and sixteen up here as I was AD for a few years. Um, they started making these rules where you really couldn't coach and be an AD. Um, so I decided to step away. And you know what? Looking back at it, Phil, I think you get a better um, understanding on the job you can do without doing two roles at once right i thought i did two roles pretty good but when i got done and stepped back i did one role really well so it was a really good move on, on that part all right so i'm sure the uh the, the the part that everybody is interested in so after being an assistant coach or being co- coaching uh football uh again your coaching career all said and done was how long uh 30 years 30 years at some point, as you mentioned earlier, you get into uh, law enforcement. How does that come about? Yeah, so I'm coaching uh, high school football as a community coach in South Florida at Northeast High School. I'm uh, still going to school down there as well. I am uh, working as a bartender, bouncer, and uh, a bunch of cops that I knew coming into bars was like, hey, you should become a cop. Like, you're doing all this other stuff. I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't really – at the time, I'd be honest with you, Phil, I didn't really like cops. You know, I was, I was, that wasn't my gig. <laughs> and they're like, no, really, you'd be good at it. So um, I applied to a bunch of departments, uh, got hired by Davey in Broward County in South Florida. Um, and then within two years, I was put inside undercover. So I guess I guess I had a niche of something that they saw in me. Obviously so. So uh, you go in, not only are you a cop, but you go into undercover. Yes, sir. I was on a road for about two years, and they put me in an undercover unit. Um, and that back then with, you know, the drugs. And basically the whole Scarface thing, that's how it was down. It was crazy. Wow. So I looked after a while and had a blast doing it. It was a lot of fun. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the best show to the greatest, you know, the, the best seat to the greatest show on earth, I say, when you're a cop, you do every night, especially down there. We were rocking and rolling. I was part of 
a DA task force. I was part of the Metropolitan Intelligence Unit, a cold case homicide unit. I worked canine for years, which is, a you know, as you know, it's in our city where it attached to other, other agencies in the county. So it was a lot of fun. We're talking to Coach uh, Gary Silvestri. I say coach. He is uh, actually athletic director for uh, one of the more successful uh, high school athletic programs in the state of Georgia, the Milton High School Eagles, who um, under Sly's watch has won many region championships, won a state championship in football just a couple of years ago. We'll get into that uh, a little bit more here in just a minute. So, uh, so the law enforcement career sounds like it was very exciting. Uh, also, I'm sure it was pretty dangerous, wasn't it, Sly? It was. You know, at the end of the day, you know, once again, faith is big in my life. And I just say, you know, I had, my wife was amazing uh, support. And then I decided to pray every night to, you know, the good Lord watch over me. I didn't try to be a hero, but same token, you did your job, right? And I, and I, I attacked like I attacked the football field. It's just to me, it was game night every night and do the best I can and, and try to serve the best I could. Um, so, so yeah, it definitely was dangerous. And, you know, I think four knee surgeries later and a, and a fake knee and a pinned shoulder, I think my body finally said, okay, you're done. And at 42, I retired. So at 42, you retire, uh, law enforcement career is, uh, is over. So, um, then you get back into the world of athletics. Yes. Yeah, so the whole time I was doing, I was still community coaching. I coached at Northeast. I coached at Plantation, uh, Boyd Anderson, Stranahan, all the schools in South Florida. So uh, Western High School as well as Cooper City High School. Um, so I was involved in coaching all those years. So I wanted to get into it full time. Um, coach Hepler, who's a, one of the winningest coaches in, in Florida, um, you know, I coached with him. He's like, hey, let's move our families up to Georgia. We, and West Forsyth had an opening. We interviewed kind of together. Um and then it was an interesting interview, and they took us in together, and we opened up Northeast High School together, and it was a really cool experience. And who was the friend? Uh, Coach Frank Kepler. Okay, and uh, where where did you first meet him at? Well, we played against each other in high school. He, he played for a high school uh, at Plantation. I played for Northeast, so we played against each other in high school. Didn't know each other really well back then, but it was funny how he was about a year older than I am. And then um, from there, we rekindled. We coached against each other for years down there, and then – I came on to his staff in 99, I believe, at Plantation High School um, when I left Boy Anderson High School. Gotcha. You're listening to Next Take Georgia, brought to you by ITG Next. I'm your host, Phil Jones. We are talking with our guest this week. It's Coach Gary Silvestri. He's a better known as Sly. He is the athletic director uh, for Milton High School Athletics and has done a superb job there, and we are so delighted to have him as our guest this week telling this fascinating story of how he went from playing, uh, coaching football, high school, collegiate level, then got into law enforcement, back into coaching, as he just uh, described to us, uh, goes to, um, comes up to Georgia and helps open West Forsyth High School, and, um, Take us from there. What happened? How long were you at West Forsyth? I was West Forsyth High School for three years. Um, we had a great start. Um, I still live in that community to this day. I love the community. Um, and then I was assistant AD there as well. The last year I was there under Coach Stromy, who was another mentor of mine, uh, Dennis Stromy, amazing AD. I think he's in the Hall of Fame for wrestling in Georgia. He's a par for you guy. So got to learn from him a lot. And then made the move to Milton High School in uh, 2010, I believe it was. 
So you go to Milton in 2010 in what capacity? I go as a running back coach, and I was teaching at the time um, special education, and uh, I was doing that. And um, you taught what? Special education. Okay, special I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Sir, so uh, I did that for a year or two there, and then um, Mr. Jones. Um, Cliff Jones, a principal at the time, um, called me in, there's an opening for an AD and, um, we interviewed, interviewed with him and the uh, assistant principal Spirito as well. And, um, they, they saw, I guess what they saw in me at the time was a guy that had a little experience from West as assistant AD, but they saw a guy that went to every event, loved the kids, um, was working on academic plans for our student athletes, no matter what sport it was, you know, and, and they, they, they saw something in me and gave me an opportunity to be the AD and I took it and ran with it. And that was when, Sly? That was 2012, I believe, 11 years ago. So you were, so you arrived at Milton in 2010 as an assistant coach, and two years later, you were promoted to the athletic director's position. Yes, sir. So we had a coach who came. Scott Walker was the head coach at the time, did a great job. He left after one year, um, and then um, Coach D came in, was there for a year, um, more than a year, but a year with me, and then at that point, um, one of our assistant coaches um, that was the AD left to go to Cambridge, and that's what opened up my opportunity to go uh, step in the role as an AD. Wow. We are uh, listening to the incredible story of uh, Gary Silvestri, uh, also known as Sly, and that's how we're referring to him in this podcast, um, and he's okay with that. Um, and again, it is a great story how if you want to do anything in this world – I think uh, your story is uh, is proof that hey, if you if you're determined, uh, did you always have the goal to do that, Sly? I mean, is that something you aspired to do? Obviously, uh, those that you know you worked under saw something in you, and you have become very successful at what you do. But was that kind of the goal for you, or did it just kind of happen? Now you know, Phil, it's so funny. My two careers were not my goals, right? So the first one is law enforcement. I wanted to be a fireman when I was a kid. I love firefighters. That, to me, that was the way to go, right? My grandpa was a firefighter. Boy, I became a cop, so there's that. And then the second one is um, in, in administrative AD world. I never wanted to be an administrator, never wanted to be an AD, never had any really drive for it until I started working with Coach Stromy at West a little bit there as assistant AD. I was like, this is pretty cool. You get to touch a lot of kids' lives, you know? you Not just one team, not just your football team, but guys, girls, different various sports, So. It was kind of intriguing. And then when the opportunity came up at Milton, I was like, yeah, this could be kind of cool. And once again, I do I believe that my platform is given by God to touch lives. So I was like, okay, I'm going to ride with this and see what happens. And, you know, you know, I always kind of say that, you know, God doesn't choose a qualified. He qualifies the chosen. I guess I was chosen to do the role and he helped me out there because if you tell me I can do a school budget for 11 years and not screw it up, I tell you you're crazy. Um, no doubt because I. Because I tell you, I don't do my budget at home. My wife does it. So, uh, yeah, to your point, it's not, it wasn't ever a goal of mine. But um, once again, I, I try to do the best I can when I, when I got the opportunity. So, Sly, you know, when you become the athletic director, I mean, that's a big leap. Um, I mean, especially there at Milton. When you took over there, Milton was in what classification? Uh, back then, I think we were still the – was top classification what i think was 5a back then yeah yeah okay so so you were at a pretty big school and here you were how many people were under your guidance with uh you know counting 
uh, coaches, uh, secretaries, I mean, the whole ball of wax, plus student athletes, everything. So when I took over, Coach Bennett went to Cambridge, and by the way, did a great job. He left me, you know, he left us in a really good place. So I took over, you know, a really a decent program, no doubt, um, uh, that Coach Bennett left. And um, I think we had approximately, we have approximately 100 coaches. Um, it, it changes and fluctuates every year to like 95 to 110, you know, depending on how many community coaches we have involved in there as well. Um, but you have, you know, obviously 23 to 24 varsity sports there. And you have over a thousand athletes easy every year in our school. Um, so even though we got smaller as far as numbers are going, our half our school is still athletes. So that's a lot of people that you go ahead and and, uh, and can touch and, and you know and obviously you know I guess be over. I always say I work with everybody, right? To me, I'm not working. At, you know, nobody works for me. I, I want them to work with me, right? All my coaches work with me. All our you know all our coaches do, and I think that's important to realize we're a team. And I, I could not have done. We could not have done what we've done here without them. You know, we were very successful, but it wasn't really me. I just didn't get in their way. I tried to guide them, direct them, um, and hopefully support them the way I could to be successful. Well, to me, that is the mark of a great manager when you don't overmanage, or as the term is called, micromanage. Uh, you know, the worst thing in the world that can happen there. Obviously, you knew that that was not the route to take. And do you think that, you know, that sort of hands-off approach, uh, you know, while obviously maintaining a constant vigil over what, you know, those under you were doing, but that sounds like a pretty uh, successful recipe uh, that you took there. Yeah, we know, I always say this, when I first came in the role and anybody that takes these roles over should kind of just look, listen, and learn at first, right? So I just kind of watched and saw what, Maybe need to be tweaked a little bit. Like I said, Coach Bennett did a great job before I got here, but tweak some things. And then obviously I wanted to set a culture and a brand was my next step. So I didn't want to get anybody's way. I wanted to have a vision. You know, I, I talk about this all the time. Culture is by design or by default. It's going to happen either way, Phil. Either you design it or it's going to happen by default. So you want to design it if you can help it, number one. And then, you know, I talked about three Vs. You know, vision, vertical alignment, and vigor, right? If you have those three Vs in place with your coaches and with your administration, I think you go a long way. You don't have to get in their way to do that. You can do that and just support and give them opportunities and mentor. And, you know, I always try to say this too, Phil. I'd rather change the coach before I change the coach. So if there's a coach issue I have, I'm going to try to change that person before I move that person, right? I think that's just being fair. Absolutely. So the three Vs again, vision? Vertical alignment and vigor. Tell me more about vertical alignment. So that's huge, right? So it's like the spine. If you have uh, your football coach, your girls lacrosse coach, your gymnastics coach, whoever it may be, they have their sets of, of like what they want to do with their program. I'm the next person in line in that alignment, and that's myself, the AD. I want to support that, direct that, grow that, right? And the next person in line is the boss man, the principal. If those three are in line, there's no way you're going to fail. Um, the problem you have is some place in some places don't have that direct alignment or it's a little bit out of place, like a disc, maybe like a dislocated joint in your, or a disc in your back. Right. What happens is it's not as strong. Right. So it's got to be strong with that vertical alignment. And then the last part is the vigor. That's just the energy, man. You got to bring it. I'm talking now. I'm getting excited talking to you about it because that's what I do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think our coaches hopefully feel that same excitement in their programs. We're uh, finishing up with. Gary Silvestri, Sly, as he is known as by 
those that work with him, around him, and just uh, have got to know him throughout the years, including us here at ITG Next. And it's been an absolute pleasure working with Sly. We're certainly going to miss him as he's announced recently that he's going to be stepping away uh, from this job uh, that he has called home there at Milton High School for how long? Uh, good enough, 13 years. 13 years. 13 years. Um, as we close out, Sly, what would you say looking back? And, of course, you're not done yet, but – what has been the greatest achievements? Uh, talk about that first. Well, there's so many achievements, right? I mean, I, you know, it, it could be a, it could be as simple as a signing day or a young man, a young lady growing personally. It could be the state championship football team we had where I share with my wife. Um, obviously, my daughter's teaches here. My son coaches at Milton High School. Um, so and my son will actually coach that team as well. So to share that with them is amazing. Um but but you look back at it all, I think it's just a matter of um, what we did over the years to change the brand here, too. Um, for instance, we went from Milton to the Empire, where we started branding the Empire. Who came up um, with that? So actually, funny story, uh, Trayvon Falk, a running back that played for us, went to Tennessee. We were sitting one day. He goes, Coach, you're from South Florida. You know the U? I go, yeah, I know the U very well. He goes, we're the M. Make it the Empire. He goes, what do you think about that? I said, you know, let's, let's run with that, Trayvon. And. We ran with it, and we just started branding Empower and Brace. I and love Empower. that. Yeah, and we just took it. So once again, it's about relations, right? I mean, his relationship with this young man who I still talk to you today. Um, and, um, yeah, we took it that way. How about that? And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you can find him on Twitter. And pretty much it has become a brand, uh, branding of the, uh, the, the, the Milton name and, and really the Milton brand itself, hasn't it? It really has. It, it's, you know, it's kind of cool when you go into rooms or meetings and they go, here comes the empire. You know, you start laughing <laughs> on your breath. But that's what we wanted. We wanted to people to recognize who we are, what we are, you know, and um, even if they don't like us too much, still recognize that. Um, but the coolest part too, I think, Phil, to your point earlier <clears throat> on your question was to share with my family, right? To share, to see my, you know, son coach, even I, I, I couldn't coach with him much, but to see him coach, it's such a cool thing at the school you're at or see my daughter Work with the special needs kids, right? My wife do her job with the, with the uh, you know, DFO and recruiting process. To me, that's kind of cool. So I got an opportunity to be blessed to be with my family during this time too, as well. Which sometimes doesn't happen because you're putting eighty hours a weekend, right? As an AD, you know what AD means? All day after dark, all you know, all duty. <laughs> I like that. That's what it really means. So um, you know, to do that, that's you know, that's special. So, and I do want to mention that, of course, and, and clarify that. So, as most people you know, say goodbye to their family every morning and go to work and don't see the family until they return, you know, who knows, later that day. Usually it's later that evening or night. In your case, you get to work with your family. You mentioned it briefly, but tell us uh, who the family members are and what they do there. Yes, my wife, Alicia, is the director of football operations. Alicia does that. She does an amazing job with the recruiting and helping support the travel with the football team and works directly for Coach Reeves. Um, my son, Benny Silvestri, is the uh, special teams coordinator at Milton. Uh, I wound up getting on a brag a little bit, but he got at least two years in a row uh, special teams coordinator of the year for Georgia. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, so I'm proud of him for that. Congrats. Uh, okay, don't get mad at me for saying that, but I'm saying anyway. <laughs> Not a bad moment. My daughter, very proud of She works in our CBI hallway with special needs, profound students. Um, she's there working, um, doing God's work every day and going for her doctorate here soon. So that's kind of cool. So it's just 
it's really a blessing. You know, our son-in-law did work with the football team for a while there as well, Jay. So it's really kind of cool to have the opportunity. Like you said, I mean, you work all these hours and when you can still cross over and, and be with each other, that's pretty neat. Wow. We're finishing up with Gary Silvestri, the coach. Uh, Gary Silvestri, a.k.a. Sly. He's the athletic director uh, and what a, uh, there at Milton High School. And what a great career. What a great life he has enjoyed uh, coming from, again, early many years of uh, law enforcement. And then, uh, of course, started playing football, got into law enforcement, did some coaching in there, and then, of course, got into education. So, yeah, I would say, Coach, it's like you, you've really – you know, some people will say this, and I don't, you know, don't, don't know if they mean it, but you have really lived a full life from a lot of different perspectives. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm truly blessed. I mean, to, to be in a career that I was in in law enforcement and come out, you know, besides some, you know, body, broken down body parts, healthy, thank God, and then to go into an education career and not just being involved in athletics, being involved in one of the best programs in the state because of our coaches and athletes in the community that's why we are no question um, that's that's that that's a blessing and then you know it's just yeah and enjoy it with your family right and build and build to impact lives and touch kids lives and 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 do stuff like that and um to me that was it's a true blessing and uh you know i can go on and on about what we've done here at the school i say we because the coaches and players do it but i mean it doesn't matter what sport it is even the ones that aren't successful meaning all the w's are still successful because those kids are growing be better moms, dads, husbands, and wives one day, and that's what it's all about. In those 13 years as AD, any idea how many uh, state championships you've had total? So 11 years as AD, I've been here 13 years. 11 as AD, I think we have total like 18 state championships in there. Um, I have to really sit down and kind of go through them, um, but it, it's you know it's a blessing to lose count, right? That means you're doing a lot of good things when you do that. Um, you know, obviously we wanted to, you know for 7A, I think we wanted only 7A schools or 6A schools that won a baseball football and basketball state championship inside 10 years wow no kidding yes sir so that's that i'm proud of that of what our coaches the players accomplished there and actually all three played for a second one in a time period as well so that's kind of cool that i have worked out and of course goes across let's face it 15 out of 17 state championships I actually helped train them on the offseason in conditioning and uh that's a blast those girls are just some some tough athletes and we can go on and on of what the programs all have done here um you know played for or one state championships, you know, like soccer and, and you know, volleyball and you can go on and on of, of different sports and, and it's guys and girls alike. And that's the cool thing about it. You know, people say, well, you're just a football guy. No, no, I'm a, I'm an athletic guy. I love, I'm going to watch girls lacrosse tonight here and watch them play Roswell, big rival for us. So I'm excited. And well, you should be in Sly again. I, I, you know, this is what we do. We deal with, high, you know, high school student athletes all across the state of Georgia and, and I, I can tell you honestly that uh, what you've done is second to none. What's been achieved there at Milton is second to none. It is a great school, a great institution. It's a great athletic program. You know, anytime I reach out to you guys, whether it's you, Coach Reeves, or and, of course, uh, Coach Clack, who just re retired or left there uh, to go elsewhere. I mean, you know, just always so helpful. Uh, eager to return messages, and <laughs> we don't always get that in this business. And that shows that the coaches and everyone like yourself really cares, you know, and wants to uh, to promote, you know, what these student athletes are achieving. So, uh, slides we close out. What's uh, what's next for Gary Silvestri? 
Well, you know, I wish I knew the exact answer. I don't know it yet to see what's going to happen. I have a couple opportunities that are in the works that I'm going to definitely, I'm going to definitely not do this heavy lift anymore. I'm going to definitely take a step back, but I'm still going to work. I'll be 60, so I still got plenty of life ahead of me. Good Lord willing, and um, I just want to go ahead and try to do something that's still impact lives, stay around kids if I can, and keep young. So I'll keep you posted on that. I'm not really sure yet, but um, we, uh, I have opportunities. Today. Well, thank God for that, and I just want to navigate that um, with my wife and figure it out. Absolutely. Hey, where can people find and keep up with uh, Milton Athletics? Uh, what's the uh, Twitter handle? Where can folks find you guys on social media? So, yeah, it's under, Milton Athletics is under my social Twitter account under, uh, you know, Coach Sly. So my Twitter account is at Milton underscore AD1, at Milton underscore AD1. And that's where you can find uh, myself until the rest of this year. And I'm sure um, whoever takes over, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and – um, and uh you know get his own account but i'm excited to keep that going and um i'll be around somebody to be around this area i'm not going anywhere i'll be around social media i'm just once again just trying to stay around uh stay young stay around the kids absolutely hey sly thank you so much for taking time to do this uh against a great story uh fascinating story really and uh, i hope everyone likes it i'm sure they will thanks again sly Bye. Man, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome. That's Gary Silvestri. Again, we uh, refer to him as Sly. If you run into him, uh, do the same. I promise you, he will uh, not be offended. He would appreciate it, in fact, because uh, that's what, kind of pretty much what he goes by. It's what we've known him as. And he, does, again, does a great job. That's the important thing. And, again, what you see is what you get with, uh, with Sly. He's done a great job there at Milton High School, great institution that it is. And we thank him for joining us as this week's guest on Next Take Georgia, brought to you by ITG Next. I'm your host, Phil Jones. Be sure to join us next week. Also, be sure to check out my other podcast. It's Extra Point with Phil Jones. You can find that at the ITG Next Georgia Facebook page. We do that every Monday live at 5 o'clock at the ITG Next Georgia Facebook page. You can also check out archived editions at Extra Point. You can find that wherever your favorite podcast is found. Until next week, hope you guys have a great week and support your favorite student athlete and high school sports team. See you guys.